Ketchup Podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of the work week. The usual crew behind me. Uh, Bruce, fast asleep. O'Neill over there, cashed out. Darla, still raising hell, chewing on something which will probably wind up uh, being consumed. And then uh, it will show up later. On my front lawn. Yesterday was the day for my final blood draw post-kidney donation. The kidney team uh, likes to make sure that after the kidney donation that my health is in good order. Uh, What this does is they then um, take these statistics of yet another success and uh, then they can publicize that uh, you know such a high percentage of people have good results when it comes to donating a kidney and then that helps them so that more people donate kidneys. You know, there have been people that uh, haven't fared well with a kidney donation and that's the last thing they want. But uh, I've, I've passed with flying colors in every, every, uh, every moment that has happened that they follow up with uh, another blood draw, make sure that my system's operating appropriately. Well, this was the final one. It's been more than two years. In fact, I was supposed to get this done a couple months ago, but I did kept falling through the cracks. So uh, I kept putting it off and I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, one of the reasons why I kept putting it off is because I knew deep down that I would have to interact with the blood Nazi. Now I liked to pride myself after our first interaction, which was horrible as being, um, a charmer where I'm, I always have a goal of trying to make her happy and do what she uh, tells me to do and try to charm her kind of like she's a dominatrix. So you got a picture. Uh, she's about five foot two, 100 pounds, maybe uh, short black hair, black lady uh, looks like a taller version of Gary Coleman with glasses. And, uh, the first time I walked in, she said, what do you want? This is at this lab that everybody goes to like, get when you, when you need like a drug test for your work, you go to this place. It's called quest quest labs. They're everywhere. And, uh, you know, everything I said, it was just like met with real aggressive, you know, um, I, it's been a while, so I forget some of the, I actually have a show back when it happened. My first interaction with this lady known as the blood Nazi who, uh, I, I tried the old, um, no mask and she was like, Oh my God, put a mask on. So I, I like put my shirt over my face. She goes, no, maybe that was like, that might've been after the kidney donation, but this chick was just so pissed. I remember I walked in there. Uh, they close at three 30, which is weird every day. I walk in there like two forty five, and, uh, 
it was one of my big blood draws. Like they needed a lot of blood. And she didn't, she knew that this was going to take some time. And she said, look, we're closing at 3.30. She's got 45 minutes to get this done. She goes, this is going to take too long. You got to leave. I'm like, I got to leave. What are you? She actually sent me somewhere else. Stand by. So, um, and then every time I'd be in the waiting room, if someone else comes in and she's just quick to like scream at these people. And I'm like, how the fuck is she working? I mean, this type of, uh, aggressive handling of the, uh, of the consumers as they come in seems so, uh, uh, beyond the scope of what anybody would tolerate, you know? Uh, but over time, I started to look at this as a challenge. You know, I'd uh, I'd walk in and I'd, I'd make sure that I didn't step one toe out of line. Answer yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Answer quickly. Uh, and fuck, there was one time that I was I needed a uh, last minute blood draw because like a week before the donation. Some doctor in Los Angeles saw something he didn't like or something like that. I needed one. And, and she was like, no, we can't do it. And I'm like, look, I need to get this done. And here's why. If this doesn't happen quickly, uh, like my recipient, uh, this, this might not happen when it's supposed to. And we've all planned our, I planned a, uh, I booked tickets to go to Los Angeles. I have all sorts of things in place logistically. And if I can't do this because you won't take my blood. Um, and she, I think I actually reasoned my way into her soul and she was able to do it. You know, she realized that this is, you know, there is some sense inside of the blood Nazi. Oh my God. So then follow up, you know, I meet for these appointments and, uh, they're very routine. She see, I th- I think I was making her somewhat moist with my uh, willingness to when she. I think she gets off on like bossing people around. You know what are they? It's like a dominatrix. I think it was. I actually think it was sexual. I think she was starting to piddle. So you know I. But I'm still a little bit sheepish, a little bit concerned about going to see her. Now, she's got this uh, cantankerous sounding. Uh, I don't remember the TV show Sanford and Son. Um, Fred, Red Fox, he had this. Uh, he was always insulting uh, Ann Esther. Fred, you know. And uh, some of you may, might remember that. And he, you know, he'd say these horrible things to her. Uh, if like, he'd say, you're so ugly. And if your face with a, was a cookie, th- they'd be gorilla cookies. Like he'd actually would say that shit on TV. My God. Uh, but she's like that, you know, she's that loud and obnoxious. So when you walk into this place, on the other side, there's a doorway. You walk into the little like entry lobby area, and then there's a doorway into where all the blood is drawn. And the second you walk in, you hear every time. And uh, 
I open the door and I'm at the little kiosk checking in and I, I don't hear black lady voice. I'm like, something's up. I don't, she might not be here today. You know, Tyler points out he works in the industry. There's nothing she would be doing that should take her that long. You are correct. She just didn't want to work. That's what, that's his, uh, that's what was up. Hang on a second. Got to put this puppy on the couch. Did you see her jump off, by the way? She's totally got the legs to jump off now. Need a little drink of water. <laughs> Corey just got seven ads on the live stream. Ah, oh, Jesus. I'm so sorry. What are you uh, using your free one with? Some video gaming platform or some video gaming channel or some shit? Walk in there. All I hear is white women voices. Huh. So I got to know what, what happened. And uh, I, I see the lady who's working with, it's two women I've never seen before. So I, I, I just start a little conversation with the lady. And um, I realized I was in a safe zone. Both of these women did not seem to be, to have that aggressive ball busting uh, nature about them, you know? And so uh, I got up the nerve to say, now there was a lady that used to work here. And then like I got that far into the discussion and uh she goes Catherine I go yeah she was and then she was black she like <laughs> I go, yeah yeah uh, what happened to Catherine she retired Catherine the blood Nazi is no more she's out of the game I go, oh my God. I go, I, I used to make it a point of pride to uh, try to like uh, get her to smile, crack a smile or anything. And she goes, oh yeah, she was tough. Now I wanted to ask the question. I wanted to say, how the fuck is, was she even like allowed to work? And I don't know, maybe it has to do because she's a black chick. That maybe, I don't know, but I mean, she was fucking vicious. She was brutal. These two were great. And then the lady I'm talking to at one point, she goes, are you, are you the radio guy? I go, yeah, which is always fun. I always love it when people do that. Um, she, we even had a little uh, jokey jokey where at the end she goes, okay, now you need to confirm all this. Is it? She she uh, had typed it out and, and wrote out the little affidavit. And she says, is this your name? I said, yes. Date of birth? Yes. Address? And I go, you forgot to write incredibly handsome. <laughs> and the other goes, yeah, for 20 bucks, she'll do that for you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you want me to have sex with you, don't you? <laughs> uh so that's kind of where it ended. It was, uh, it was like anticlimactic. Uh, I I wish I had more, but this 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 closes the book on any type of uh, kidney follow up. Uh, more than two years after it all went down, and I I, I just wish um, that the the clinic that they did this at. They, they would record the year's worth of uh, uh, interactions that Catherine has had with the public. 
I mean, it, she was one of a kind. But no, she's done. Holy cow. The blood Nazi has done. May she have a wonderful retirement. Uh, in fact, the lady I was dealing with who, um, uh, she goes, you know, she got a lot of crap about being a tough cookie, but she was the uh, most fun, sweetest lady. And now what I wanted to say was that's bullshit. She, she wasn't fun in any way, maybe to you, but I mean, to people that came into here, they were treated horribly. The only reason it's, it's a miracle that this place did not get shot up. You know how it is. You piss anybody off these days, your place is going to get shot up. That's the way it is. Thank God that didn't happen. All right. Dear meathead in 45 minutes. I think I'm pretty lean on questions. Mark sent one. That's it. If you have a question for dad on Dear Meathead, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Please send it along. Uh, I had a conversation with him yesterday. I went into it under the, um, okay. Don't think two, three steps ahead. Ask him questions in the in the current foreseeable future, like moments. Conversation started. Where are you? Always wants to know where I am. I go, I'm out in front of my house. Well, I just got done running, and now I'm walking around uh, the cul-de-sac out in front of my house. 30 seconds later, he asked me if I was up north. No, sir. Everything's yes, sir, no, sir. I, I try to keep it as simple as possible. Um, it, 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 I am getting more and more of a prominent vibe that, um, with the, um, shortcomings of his, of his brain right now, they're, they're manifesting in a more articulated fashion. He keeps asking me the same thing about, um, one particular, some of the characteristics of the up North property that he used to own things that. Um, that are leaving his brain that I, I'm shocked that it's getting to this point. And it, it's starting to, I think it's starting to like have a, uh, well, I mean, I mean, how could it have anything but a negative effect? But um, I'm just starting to wonder. Uh, because his physically, his health is uh, incredibly strong. Um, outside of his balance, I think all systems are in, in top, uh, top order for his age, 89 years old. But, uh, so I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm starting to have like a, uh, little tickle in the back of my brain about just life in general. Uh, but anyway, dad will be with us coming up on dear meathead, uh, at, uh, the top of the hour, as they say. Okay, now, Ben and Eric. Now, we're doing that tonight at 7 p.m. on Patreon. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Typically, Ben and I record Who Are These Zanes? Reviewing my old radio work. Before that, like 6.15, and then we 
shoot the shit for about 30, 40 minutes and then wrap it up and then start on Ben, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. However, however, and I had promoted this, uh, Ben informed me that uh, life has gotten in the way. First of all, he starts with my girlfriend, your fiance, your fiance, my fiance reminded me we're seeing a venue tomorrow. I can record Ben and Eric at seven. I just won't have time before. For who are these Zanes? That's going to break a lot of people's hearts. People love that show. He says, however, I'm available Thursday and Friday for who are these Zanes? Now, I'm not. I'm going up north to work on the property with Charity Scam Mike and uh, Sue's husband, Jim Marquis, who does not have a nickname. I might have to change. I might have to give him a nickname to stress ball Jim. He gets a little fidgety and antsy. You ever have anybody in your life that uh, something, you know, something's coming up and they kind of get a little nervous Nelly stressed about it as opposed to like, ah, we're going to do fine. I'm a, we're going to do fine guy. Charity scam Mike is, ah, we got this guy. Stress ball Jim's like, oh, I'm a wee bit stressed. I don't know. I, something could go wrong. I, it's, it might rain. Ah, don't worry about it. All right. So because I'm going up to hang out with Charity Scam Mike and Stress Ball Jim on Thursday, that means I cannot record Thursday. All day Wednesday I'll, or Friday I'll be working. And then I'm coming back Saturday just in time to like maybe unpack. And then I have a football game to do in Muskegon. So I'm, what I'm telling you is, is that I'm going to punt on who are these Zanes? Not for lack of trying. I was a little bummed out about that. I hope you're okay with that. I like to keep you informed. Meanwhile, who are these free beers? Similar show, but reviewing current ep- uh, current episodes of the Free Beer and Hot Wings show and putting our uh, critiques on them. I don't want you to get the idea that this is just going to be um, personal attacks. It's not. It's going to be strictly listening to the content. And Ben and I, who we've been doing this sort of thing for quite some time, talking about what happened in that segment. Okay, and this was brought about after I reviewed them on who are these podcasts. And then the idea was born for who are these free beers and who better to do that than people who used to work on the show. Okay. Personal feelings aside, and there are plenty of personal feelings, as you would guess. Uh, and, And there is an audience for it because, well, let's be honest here. We share audience. Now, the battle lines have been drawn between your old pal Easy and people who listen to that show. Uh, For a lot of people who love it, they don't like me. They don't like that I would do this. For people who are upset at that show, and there are plenty, I don't even think that they are interested in what I'm doing on Who Are These Free Beers. 
But I am literally going with a lot of the gripes that the people who populate the Free Bear and Hot Wings show subreddit and taking their cues and reviewing the audio that they themselves said, what the fuck is this segment about loading the dishwasher? And that's a perfect place to start for who are these free beers. The show did a segment about the best way to load the dishwasher. By the way, yesterday, and we might have to review this too, I heard a discussion about uh, bumblebees. And if the story had, it was our old pal Freebeer. If Smug Beer had a point in the story, it would be an interesting thing to have talked about. Point or funny. And it trailed off in the most outrageous way with met with so much silence. I couldn't believe it. He was describing when him and one of his uh, eight kids decided that they wanted to uh, uh, swat a tennis racket at the uh, bumblebee population around his house. And that was it. That needs to be featured on who are these free beers. It's stuff like that. If when I was on that show, I would never dream of bringing up something so dull the way it was described. The only time I would ever bring up a story from home is if it had a ridiculous apex and a bit of hilarity. There's got to be a point to it. Jackie and Jim ditching the car. Uh, Jackie walking in when mom and dad are having sex. Uh, Things like that. Not my kids are running around the yard swatting at bumblebees with a tennis racket. You get you get it? You see how that is? Well, anyway. That's what I plan on doing with Ben. Now, other than uh, on this show and mentioning it from time to time on my social media. That's it. That's all I've uh that's all I've done to get the word out that's all i can do uh patrick though who is super new in the audience and uh very bullish about what i do here on this show uh being that he was a former fan of them and this this patrick goes way back like decades of listening to the old free beer and hot wing show uh listened to nashville originally now he lives in uh believe it's south carolina or is it north carolina I think it's South Carolina and uh, supports on the Patreon. And uh, he's constantly going on the subreddit and, and working in the name of my show on there. And I, I said, if I go, you're going to get banned. They, they do not like that on there, on that subreddit. Uh, they only like, well, first of all, no one really says anything positive on the subreddit on the free run Alving show subreddit. It's usually just people who are, uh, uh, pissed off about something. There's very little positive that is on there. If anyone is going to post anything, it's going to be negative. However, they're not so negative that if you post something about me, they're not going to go, yeah, Eric Zane. They don't like me there. 
I'm banned. They won't let me. They won't let me say shit. So I went over to it yesterday, and uh, let's see. Patrick created a thread. He is, by the way, suspicious maximum thirty four on uh, on Reddit, and he he actually. Now, I can't believe it's st- it hasn't been deleted. Uh, he wrote a thread titled, Who Are These Free Beers? Now, again, not everybody there is going to know. In fact, I would say very few are going to know what I even mean by the title. It's, it's a spinoff of Who Are These Podcasts, which is a spinoff of Opie and Anthony Jocktober. And then Who Are These Zanes? You know, it's all... If you have a review show, you have a who are these prior to it. So this is a clip review show that Ben and I are doing. Uh, Aram writes, Hot Wings tried to bring his family into the show with every day as an adventure. Like he was the first person to have a child. I remember that. We, we made a super cut of him saying every day is an adventure. Every day's an adventure. Radio voice Linda says none of their none of their families are remotely interesting. No, they're very interesting. I mean, I talk to uh Freebeer's wife's ex all the time. His name is Cole or Coleman. Great guy. It's very interesting. If he'd tell that shit, now that would be interesting. <laughs> The things, the conversations I have uh, with Cole about free beer, he should be talking about that shit. That's the stuff people are interested in. Corey says, bees are finally coming back. Leave them alone. Corey says, did... Freebeer's wife's ex-husband reach out to you. Uh, yes and no. First, Freebeer's um, wife's ex-mother-in-law reached out to me. This is after Greg went fucking ham on her and her son, Coleman, um, on the radio. I mean, he, he let him have it. And so, uh, the next thing I know, I'm in a conversation with Freebeer's wife's ex mother-in-law. I think her name is Cheryl. Is that her name? Can't remember. Anyway, I, I have her in my phone nice lady and then the next thing i know i'm talking to this dude cole about greg and so cole's has cole has three kids and uh, they're the ones that part of the time they're over at greg's house so i've had a lot of conversations with cole great guy nice dude Ryan says, I've never heard any of this. It's fascinating. Yeah, I kept it pretty pretty close to the vest, but there's there's no harm in me discussing that I've made a new friend. So every once in a while I'll get a I'll get a text from him about like some awkward moment that happened. 
And uh, then I said, I go, dude, when you pick up your kids, you got to have me in the passenger seat of your car. <laughs> when we go to Greg's house. And we have a we had a big laugh about that one. I go, or uh, I don't know, uh, kids concert or something like that, or have me pick up your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all about it. He is he is all about it. He is uh, very fun and very funny. I like him a lot, and I like his mother. Amanda says, do some kind of announcing for the kids' sports teams. Have Cole wear an Eric Zane uh, show podcast t-shirt, says Rich. Kyle says, maybe we are running by Smug Beer's house. You know, because we are at the park running. Corey says, I take it the divorce didn't go over peacefully then. I have no idea. I'm guessing not. Uh, yeah, Cole is uh, hes a good pal of your old pal, Eric Zane. Anyway, where was I? Um, So Patrick writes, it's been formally announced that the first edition of Who Are These Free Beers will be next Wednesday, May 24th on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Now I got to correct you right there. Uh, that is not true. Um, it's not on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It's its own podcast. It's a separate show. And we're going to record it on Wednesday of next week. It won't be live. However, it may be live in the future. For this first one, I'm kind of, uh, making sure that everything goes, um, the way it should without it because when you do it live it's cut we'll do it live you you have no room for error anyway uh that's not the point patrick is announcing it on the subreddit some topics that will be covered are the infamous how to load the dishwasher segment and a pull the curtain back segment where the fbhw guys talk about their new radio coach it should be funny and give a unique insight and that's all he said well, you know, you're going to get very few people that look on this favorably. This person said Zane must be struggling for listeners again, needs to dip into a job that he got canned from years ago for content to be relevant. I would say I'm always looking for new listeners. Do I need to dip into a job that I got canned from years ago for content to be relevant. No, but I sure want to. Patrick responds with, I think a lot of people will tune in even more than already because of the obvious crossover. Hope you check it out. Now, Patrick is nothing but polite. That's not his uh, game to be an asshole. Very measured in what he says. The same guy thinks that Patrick is me and says, good luck, Zane. Patrick says, I'm definitely not Zane, friend. This first guy says, oh, sorry, Ben. Patrick says, no, I'm not Ben either. 
This guy writes, shut up, Zane, you're gay. <laughs> and he writes, Y-O-U-R, you're gay. This person writes, huh? Doesn't get it, doesn't know what's going on. This person writes, so sad. This is so sad. <laughs> this person writes, pathetic. So when I see that, that is all just music to my ears. Um, this person writes, I was so a Zane fan and was definitely on the Zane cast idea from the start. But man, that dude sucks on his own with no supporting good cast. It's all just loud and obnoxious. 20-something humor. Time to grow up, old man. You aren't that young or funny anymore. <laughs> All right. So that's scathing, scathing review. Patrick, always uh, polite, says it sounds like you don't like Zane and you find his humor juvenile. Maybe this isn't for you then. I personally love the show and find it very entertaining. I would say check out Who Are These Freebeers? Because as a fan of both shows at one time or another, it's relatable for sure. This guy says, LOL, oh, it's definitely juvenile. He's a 50-year-old man, baby, who screams all the time. Now, wait a minute. I haven't screamed once since I started this show today. I, I don't know. Maybe he checked me out when I first started or something. I mean, I, I don't really remember how I sounded back four and a half years ago. And I don't know if he's listened lately, but I... I don't think I have the energy to sit around and scream. You got one thing, right? I'm not young anymore. And some would say not funny anymore. But enough people think that, that I can do this for a living and only have to be a fry cook a couple days a week. Uh, and then about it being juvenile, I don't know about that. I, I try to just talk about the things that are going on in the world and in my own personal life. I don't know how juvenile that can be. You know, I just spent a good portion of the uh, of the opening monologue talking about the mortality of my father, uh, my interaction with the lady at the blood center for my kidney donation. I, I mean, fucking juvenile? Can't be juvenile, right? At least that can't be juvenile. Sure, there are some things I talk about as being juvenile, like the blood Nazi making her moist because of my uh, my my charms. Sure, that's juvenile. <laughs> Kenny writes, I'm glad I don't live on Reddit with uh, Smug Beer and Hot Wings collective dick down my throat like those fucks. Ryan writes, ah, come on, you're pretty funny and not terribly old, I suppose. Thank you, Ryan. And then he adds, I know it's all personal style, but the content driven in the 8 o'clock hour uh, on this show is so far is above, so far is above and beyond the dumb shit they put out like chasing bees. You're going to love my review of Free Beer's chasing bees with a tennis racket segment all right so there hey you know what i'm thinking that at some point my pal cole 
um, needs to be on the show. In fact, can you imagine if Cole is a guest roaster on Who Are These Free Beers? Now, I would definitely tape that one in advance, or I'd have to have a big pep talk with Cole. Because he is a uh, he is not a satisfied smug beer customer. Uh, out of all the people that has an axe to grind with smug beer, and smug beer's uh, wife, I would say his axe is bigger than my axe. It's a big fucking axe. I might run it by him. And make that decision his, of course. Well, ultimately, it, it would be his his, uh, his decision. I don't want to get him in any trouble. But uh, can you imagine we're reviewing the show with the ex-husband of one of the show members' wives? Oh, my God. All right. We've covered a lot of ground today in the first 40 minutes of this show. I revealed to you my relationship with Cole. We talked about my dad. We talked about the blood Nazi. Uh, Kenny says, what if you get Greg's smug beers, ex-wife and him? Yeah, that, I, I don't think that's going to happen. She doesn't want anything to do with any of this nonsense. She's very, she's pretty low key, pretty chill. I think at least she always was. Back in the day. You had to know that there was trouble in paradise back in the day when we were on the radio show. And uh, Freebird would say, yeah, my wife's uh, going to be leaving for a week. Oh, yeah? What's going on? Oh, yeah, she's going on a, uh, on a, uh, on a, on a silent retreat, hothouse yoga or something like that. I think there was one point when she was staying in like a teepee for like a week. Alone. Without him. I'm like, Really? Oh, yeah. We're like, oh, boy. That doesn't sound great. Well, anyway. She was always nice to me. Um, so thank you, Pat, uh, Patrick, for posting to Reddit. Who are these free beers? We'll record next week. Uh, all right. So this show, as I uh, indicated, I need questions for Dear Meathead, Eric at ericzancho.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you. If you are watching the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash fan page, thank you. If you're watching on Twitch, at ericzancho on Twitch, thank you. Please follow me on those platforms if you aren't already. Follow me on YouTube too, uh, as well. Eric Zane show on YouTube. Um, subscribe to that. But the full show is available only on Twitch. So I'm about to disconnect you folks on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want the full show as it happens live, you go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. So you can hear me yell. And tell juvenile 20-year-old jokes. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. It's that simple. Um, follow the page so you know when I go live. Subscribe to it. Um, simply by linking up your Amazon Prime account, you get a free subscription once a month. Corey is not using that free subscription. 
He's using it on some stupid video gamer who sucks. You should use it uh, on the Eric Zane Show podcast. That way you can get the show minus commercials. Everything I'm saying right now, when I finish up at about 10 a.m. Eastern time, I then turn around and make that audio podcast available for download. That's where the lion's share of people uh, consume the show on their favorite podcasting platform. Just search Eric Zane Show. There it is. Subscribe to it and off you go. These are all simple, free things that you can do to support the show. Even if you do not listen on an audio uh, platform, please find me on an audio platform and subscribe to it. I get internet points, and believe it or not, they help. As always, patronize the sponsors. Thank you so much. Try to sit through the ads. You can get a t-shirt, ericzaneshow.com. Click merch, and that is going to do that. Send me an email if you ever want to chat. I always love the correspondence. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you to all of you on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for checking the show out here. I'll send you on your way. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Thank you for being part of the show. Okay. Um, so your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. And I know Darla's going to wake up in a minute to go tinkle. And I only have 16 minutes until Dear Meathead. So I'm going to take a quick break and then we will continue on. Send your questions for dad. Eric at ericzaintshow.com. I will grab Darla and we are going to go potty. This might be a minute. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right. That was uh, very involved. Sorry. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I think I got to change your food. Yeah, boy. Things are not great. I shouldn't have to when it comes to cleaning up after my dog. Uh, you know, go out there with like these bags. And based on what has left her body, the bags won't work. I have to go in and get a bucket of water and pour, and pour it on what's there. Yeah, something's not right out there. There's a let, let me uh, uh if just a little pro tip. There's a company called Hills that makes dog food that's really expensive. And uh but it is probably I mean, it'll, it's a game changer if your dog has digestive issues. Think uh I mean, and the shit she eats now is actually very good food company is called neutro well i boy she's got a sensitive sensitive uh digestive system and it, it, uh, her tummy is rebelling and i think it's it's uh, uncomfortable hang on i gotta put her back to bed
can't get up there and she just got a drink. So, yeah, it, it's rough. It's rough right now. I got to figure something out. So, anyway, that's uh, ridiculous to even talk about. More than blue buffalo. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I can, Hills, uh, which is a prescription food, makes blue buffalo look like a bag of Old Roy. Like, if you go to Walmart and you get their generic food, it's called Old Roy, which is named after the guy who founded Walmart. And uh, I think when they when they make, it's like for like a hundred pound bag, it's like eight bucks. I think what they do is at the at the dog uh, uh, food factory, they just get all the ingredients like pig dicks, horse hooves, uh, metal, and then they blend it all together and then make like dog food. So, yeah, I got to get this fucking good shit. Uh, Call of Duty says Sam Walton. Yeah. That that is the guy you founded. I don't know why they call it Old Roy. Maybe was there a Roy Walton who was like a stepbrother or something like that that nobody gave a shit about? I don't know. Well, anyway. Uh, thank you for being part of the show. Patreon is what I do Monday through Friday after the show finishes. Uh, a number of other things that are available on there, including the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast tonight and next week, the debut of Who Are These Free Beers? You can find it at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Don't be surprised if you see a uh, a snippet or two of Who Are These Free Beers make its way to the free platform or uh, something like that. You know, you got to, you got to introduce people to it and then encourage them to sign up for Patreon. But the only way place you can get the full show will be patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of this show is brought to you by a and E heating and cooling. The immortal Joe Martinez and his family of workers, you know, let's be honest here. People south of the border are the best workers. That's why we should have open borders. Bring them all in so we can put everybody to work at all the jobs that us stupid gringos don't want to do. A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. Technically, Joe was born in the U.S. He's not like an illegal immigrant or some shit like that. 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. He's probably sitting in here listening right now. Let's see. There he is. HVAC 45. Absolute legend. In fact, tomorrow, 8 a.m., Joe Martinez will be here uh, tuning up my air conditioning setup. I have to warn the NFK. Now, if you get here before 8, like 10 to 8, I'll let you in. But if you get here at like 8, I'm going to be starting the show. You got to talk to the NFK and uh, just, you know what to do. You know your way around this place. My God. Uh, 
So there you go. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. I just got word that his uh, handsome devil son-in-law, David, will be here. All right. David, one day, may be the face of A&E Heating and Cooling when the old man decides to retire. Uh, word on the street is that David might one day be in the driver's seat. Uh, Corey says the Chinese make our shit. The Mexicans clean it up. And then he, he wrote, what a racist statement I just wrote. Yeah, it kind of feels that way. All right. Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. Thank you so much for being part of this show. If you need to uh, install some flooring in your home, I want you to buy the flooring from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. They are in West Michigan. It's worth the drive, though. Head over to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Two stores under the Johnson name. The main showroom. I'm not telling you to go there right now. I'm telling you to go down the street just a little bit to the west on Chicago Drive to the discount outlet. That is a giant kind of like pool barn looking building. It's beige. It's ugly with a small red sign. It's behind the Little Caesars on Chicago Drive in Granville. Go in there. Check out all the different top brands, top companies that have flooring for sale there. They get it at a lower price because they buy so much. When you say my name, you get an additional 10% off of the cost. That's awesome. Well worth it to head over there. Uh, go see my friends at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Thank you again to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Keep your cars running in tip-top order. 616-532-6600. If it's as simple as an oil change or something a heck of a lot more elaborate, you can get it done at Irvine's. Number one for a reason in West Michigan. Conveniently located right in the center of the area. Grand Rapids proper. If you're along 44th Street, just a few blocks uh, east of 131. The street Stafford, that's where they're on. They're located right on there. You can't miss them. You can drive by it and see it. Next time you're on 44th Street and you pass Stafford, look down the street, you'll see you'll see where it is. They just did a beautiful renovation of the place. Uh, doubled their capacity to fix cars. 616-532-6600. Thank you. Um, it's time to call Dad for Dear Meathead. Brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Thank you for your questions. Hello. Hello. Hello, my man. Hi, Dad. How are you? Okay. Uh-oh. You sound like you're coming out from the bottom of a well. I think you got to turn the speaker on, Joanne's telling you. You don't, huh? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. What speaker is that? Hold on a minute. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no problem. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Uh Aha. 
Yeah, hey, Joanne is there pushing the buttons, isn't she? I tell you, she's uh, she's a head woman. She's the uh, she's the engineer in charge. You betcha. How you doing? Never better, my friend. Uh, never better. Uh, you know, I've been up for about an hour and a half. Yeah, you 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 get up a little early today. Yeah, I got up and sat here and just couldn't even fall asleep. I don't know why. Yeah, was Joanne still sleeping? No, she's right here next to me. No, I meant uh, when when you woke up. Oh, when... yeah, she was up. I was like a drop of coal. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it maybe maybe the birds are chirping outside or something. What's what's going on? I don't know. I just uh, come downstairs and sat and sun was not even up. Have you ever considered writing a book? <laughs> well, I got to be able to spell, so I can't do that. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think you've got, you know, you can do it where you just speak into a microphone and then someone writes it for you. Oh, well, I don't know. Too much work. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, people have been. Uh, I, I, for a while, I've, I've, I've batted around the idea of writing a book because I have a lot of interesting stories that I could. And I, uh, you're, you're right though. It, you know, you get kind of tied up in doing other things. Yeah, it's just nah. I just like to sit down and stare out, out the window. I still want to do it though. I think one day. I, I don't know. I always say that, and then people get disappointed because I say, yeah, I'm going to do it, and then I don't. I don't know if you ever, you know, done that. Said, "Hey, I'm going to do something," and then it it ends up falling through. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Dad. Well, um, here we go. Another edition of Dear Meathead, and uh, all right. a lot of people love to hear, of course, from you and Joanne. Well, thank you. And uh, Mark writes this, uh, "Dear Meathead, good morning to you." Good oh. morning, Mark. Says it's always a joy to hear you guys, um, and his question is: Would you rather um, have one million dollars, or go back to your five-year-old self with all of the knowledge you've acquired over your lifetime? Well, in reality, <laughs> I would like the money for one reason i would share it with a lot of people you know i knew you were gonna say that that's yeah i believe that that's that's uh that's right up your alley but i think what he's suggesting is if you go back to being five years old with all of the knowledge you've already accrued you could possibly earn a lot of money like i don't know uh about various things. It's it's kind of the long way to get there, but uh, I, I see what he's saying, but you would take the money and give it away. Give it away. That, you got to use it. What am I going to do? Right. You know. Well, you got to keep enough. I, I got I got a nice house, a beautiful wife, uh, beautiful grandchildren. I mean, everything that every man really desires, I've got it. It's a palm of my hand. I love that, Dad. It sounds like you've uh, lived a. Uh, and I got. Wait, 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 let's go furthermore. I got two beautiful sons. That man. Three. 
I think it, I think you got even more than that. I think I, you know, we we we've always struggled with the number. Joanne just says five. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I got, I love them, yeah, they're you gotta you gotta people. say five because you got Jim, Eric, you got Norman, and then uh, of course Michael and Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, well. Who's counting? <laughs> all right. Uh, very good. That's, that's, and plus, you got all your beautiful stepchildren, too. Oh, man. I got a beautiful family. Wonderful family. The girls just love me to pieces. Oh, man. Those women. Uh, those are my stepsisters, of course. They're very, very dear uh, to, to everybody. So that's, that's true. Uh, all right. Patrick writes, Dear Meathead. Um, what should I plant in my vegetable garden? This is a great question because I know you and Joanne have had gardens. What, what type of vegetables should he plant in the garden, dad? I think I have to bring my wife in on this. Yeah. Because my knowledge of that gardening really is not too good. Really? I thought, I thought you did a lot of planting. I, I do the planting. When someone tells me plant this, I plant it. Okay, but, you know. You know so, so, Joanne, you, you got any input? Well, just what we planted. Uh, tomatoes, green beans, corn. You hear that? Yeah, those are all, those are all. Uh, did, did she say string beans or green beans? Green beans. Green, green, green beans. Uh, corn. Did you say corn? Yeah, corn, corn is wonderful. Tomatoes, beets. Carrots, onions. Isn't there a isn't there something in corn that you cannot have a success if you plant one row? Yes, you have to plant more than one row. They have to pollinate each other. They, they pollinate each other, according that, to her. That's that's remarkable how that is. Can you imagine if because uh, it it'll grow but it won't produce corn, right? Right. Can you imagine the guy who uh, first planted corn? And he didn't know that. And <laughs> man, only you can think about that. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh God, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? You know. And then uh, he figured it out. He's like, oh my God, that's that's incredible to even think about. All right, he had just corny vegetables. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, that's good. Corn, green beans. It sounds like you got a great salad going there. Or maybe a horny, maybe a horny vegetable. Uh, did you say a horny vegetable? Yeah. That, that, that's you know, they, they, uh, uh, they become corny and it grows faster. Okay, are we saying corny or horny? Both. Oh, so a horny one would be like a cucumber. Well, uh, you know, yeah, we planted cucumbers too. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. Hey, that can be horny if you use it right. <laughs> Green peppers. Green peppers, also. All right, this is all good. I love it. Okay. Uh, Joanne and Rob, the question, what do you prefer? Or wait a minute, it says coffee or tea. What do you prefer? Which is better? I prefer coffee because I have a cup of it every morning. Yeah, I'm a coffee guy, too. But I, I will drink tea once in a while. Joanne, how about you? I drink tea. 
she's a, she's a tea woman. Now, is there caffeine in the tea? Yeah. No. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I wouldn't know that because I never did. Well, it's black tea that tastes just like coffee. Okay. Did you hear that? So when you go up north, you're going to need some tea, right, Joanne? Yes, but I'll bring some. You'll bring the tea. I've got the teapot. I've still got that teapot up there. All right. All right. Wow. And I got, a, I got a coffee pot, too. You want that uh, one uh, you bought us back? No. Did you use the pods in? No, that's all right. I'm good okay. with I'm good with what I got. Okay. All right, we'll set you up. You're gonna be. It's gonna be like a hotel there in that trailer. I can't wait for you to check out the trailer. Man, right. it's gonna tip over. Do I need to bring water? No. No. Nope. Just bring yourselves. I'll take care of everything. All right, honey. All right. Does that uh, place still still uh, exist? The the old trailer? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Man. Yeah, um, uh, well, it was uh, about, s- I think, uh, 70, about 70 yeah. years old. That's uh, that's close enough. No, it's in fact, I, I went up on the roof. You know how you got that freestanding roof on there? Yeah. I went underneath that on the roof of the trailer looking for the opening where I think the critters are getting in. Oh, did you find out? I did. I did find an opening. What did you do? I sealed it. All right. So that was uh, pretty scary up there. I don't think anybody's been up there since you put that roof on there. No, like, no, you know, no, no, 50 no. 50 years no. ago. Um, so, all right. Well, very good. Uh, how about this? Nathan says, it's a question just for Joanne. It's Nathan. Okay. Nathan writes, dear Joanne, could you please define love? And do you want me to come back to you for your answer? No. Okay. Can you define love? Uh, how many words do I need? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. When you care more for the other person than you do yourself. Wow. So you're willing to, so that that person is happy or healthy, and you're more worried about that than those things you're 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 no longer selfish right yeah i think that that's a simple one to live by uh probably many more things similarly that could be said but that's that's a great one that's my woman (laughs) (laughs) i remember when you were we were growing up you guys had uh matching t-shirts yes we did yeah do you remember what they said Bob Seger. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Joanne, Dad had one that said Main Man, and Joanne, woman. Main Woman, and you'd walk main around woman. Main Man, Main Woman. <laughs> hey, you got a good memory. <laughs> oh my God, yes. That's funny. I think I still got one of them. Really? Yeah. Oh God, that's I got that's. My Bob Seger's shirt from when we first went to. Yeah, we, yay. Bring them when we go up north. We can bust them out. We can wear old clothes. Well, I can't wear them anymore. I'm skinny as bone. That's okay. You know, you're right. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I, I'm sure you could still fit in, and it would look fine. Yeah, it sure would. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Finally, what is better, sunrise or sunset? Hmm. 
think I like sunset. I would have said sunrise. I'm a sunrise guy, too. I'm a sunrise guy. Yeah. That's why we make a good team, honey. It's easy. You know, it's easier, though, to see the sunset because you're already awake. But you got to be up really, really early uh, to to see the old sunrise, you know? Uh, Did you hear what Joanne says? Uh, That's why why we make a good team. Yeah, you sure do. You sure do. Holy cow. Um, All right. Now, when we see each other, not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, it's going to be our biggest group in one place that we've ever had. This has never yeah, happened what before. What are you doing? This what, is, are you going crazy? Well, this all comes, happens because Mike, uh, as you know, lost his property. Yeah. So now everybody is in one spot. Now, we've had a lot of people there over the years, but I don't think never this many because now everybody's grown. They all have kids. They have their own accommodations to bring up to the uh, uh, property. It's going to be like a commune up there. Yeah, how many people are you going to have there? More than 20. Oh, my God. That's going to be great. It's more than 20. And and if my math is right, there will be 10 or more dogs. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're going to bring five of them, I think. Yeah, hopefully we won't have a slip and slide. Are you talking about stepping in poop? All right. That is, uh, all right, we'll have, I'm bringing four. And then the, the other, I, I forget what, what are the other numbers? Uh, who, who has what? But I la- last check, it was, uh, it was 10 or more. Wow. And I think, hey, and Diana's brother might be there, so he'll be taking a crap on the grass, too. <laughs> Eric, I remember the first dog that you had. Oh, Cindy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Queenie, Cindy and Queenie. Queenie. Yep. And Yeah. You got a good memory. Thank you, Queenie Corey, for the joke. Stopped. Half shot and uh, one third gone. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, you guys. I love you. I'll be talking to you very soon. All right? All right. Hey, Eric, do I need to bring sheets and blankets? No, ma'am. No? We don't need sheets and blankets. Wait. No. Outside. Nothing. We just come. Just come and the bed's already made waiting for you. All right. Okay. If you, if, if you have a pillow that you prefer, bring it. Okay. All right? Okay. All right. Okay, love you. Love you and see you up north. And I want to say, audience, you're the greatest. They are the greatest, and they love you guys very much. Thank you. Okay. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go. Dear Meathead. Brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Maureen says, and it's not the murder mattress. No, 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 no. Uh, Corey with a moment of self-awareness says now I'll pipe down too much of me in the chat. Well, that was a great joke, uh, that you, that popped into my brain. Thank you for the assistance about the NFK. 
Uh, I don't know what um, uh, Bob says. Weird, I haven't seen a single ad. That's because you're a subscriber. If you are a subscriber, you don't get the ads. Kenny points that out. It's remarkable to me. I got people on here who listen to every word of the show. And how many times have we got, we've, have we talked about this? And it, it, it goes in one ear and out the other. I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying that, uh, sometimes people think that, oh man, they're relying on my every word. No, they're not. They're not. They're doing things while they're listening. Yeah. If you're subscribed on Twitch, you get no ads. Uh, thank you to Baldwin Ace Hardware for sponsoring Dear Meathead with my beloved dad. Um, when he asked me about that, um, and Kenny writes, if you have the EZ icon next to your name, it means you're subscribed. The blue prime crown only means that you've linked your prime account. Kevin Kuyper says, I'm up to nine ads every hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, he brought up, if you notice, about that trailer. Yeah, that's still there? We've had that same um, exchange two, three, four times in the past 48 hours. Isn't that unbelievable to think that that's what's happening to the mind? I can't, and and my dad does not have the realization. This is all very serious. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's how it goes sometimes. You know, I'm yelling with my juvenile 20-year-old mouth. Um, the idea that he is no longer aware that his mind is leaving him. To him, he has forgotten that he has dementia. And, uh, it's just, I think it's, um, he doesn't really realize it now. And, uh, I think so now what you're looking at is that that's kind of a blessing because we all see it and hear it and know this. He does not. So we are all kind of like reminded constantly that is that there's a fade going on. So. Uh, Kenny says, Eric, the great part about your dad is that he might be forgetful about these little things, but he's still very much aware of how much he loves you. You can hear it in his voice. He's so great. Kenny has a very sweet thing to say. I appreciate that very much. Star on the forehead. Linda says he's still happy and enjoying his life. That's all that matters. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, there's so much life in there. Uh, Maureen says, just be patient with him and don't ever tell him he's repeating himself. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. You just kind of, that's, that's part of his charm, part of his charm. And, uh, we're all on the same page. I just, it just worries me. I just don't want anything to really take a drastic turn, you know, uh, long-term memory. Good. Cause, uh, Maureen points out, he remembers my first dog, but I mean, recent things are, are hard for him. Um, when it comes to the nine ads, Corey says, Eric can change that in his ad manager. He's only required to play three minutes of ads per hour to, 
yeah, I know, but uh, nine ads means I get more sh- uh, pennies, okay? I think. Isn't that right? <laughs> I think there is some type of... The more ads I play, the more uh, pennies I have in my pocket. Or just subscribe. That that ends all of this. All right. Kyle points out you have to treat a person uh, like my dad uh, the same way you treat a three-year-old. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Good for you. <laughs> Ryan writes, big fraud Zane. Always looking for the next penny. Hey, you got to get your scraps some way. Somehow, some way. Okay. Thanks for being part of Dear Meathead. If you want an Eric Zane Show uh, podcast t-shirt, speaking of pennies, get it at uh, ericzaneshow.com from time to time. Pretty frequently, actually. They go on sale. They're uh, priced at 22 bucks, But when they go on sale, they drop down to 16 So keep your eyes on uh, on the uh, site if you want to get a sale price of 16 bucks but typically the 22 so that's not bad as well uh hoodies i think are 35 37 39 somewhere in there uh ericsanecho.com click on merch thank you to the Kent County Health Department online at accesskent.com/health or call them at 616-632-7200 if you need information on immunizations for your little ones. Measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis. Uh, not to mention the cervical cancer vaccine, which has essentially eradicated cancer of the cervix. Uh, that is a uh, shot that is called Gardasil. Uh talk with your doctor if you have any questions about these things but you can get all of these for little or no cost if you qualify from the kent county health department access kent.com slash health or 616-632-7200 if you have questions sarah honda granville s-e-r-r-a s-e-r-r-a honda granville.com test drive a new honda today at sarah honda granville love these folks awesome over there uh, test drive a new one, figure out what you want to buy and then get after it. Two weeks later, you're in your brand new car. You know how they do this is they kind of like custom build everybody's car these days. Uh, gone are the days when the lot is full of 300 cars. For some reason, COVID changed that in a weird way. Uh, however, there is a full lot, Michigan's largest lot, largest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles. If you want to drive off in a car today, sarahhondagranville.com those certified pre-owned cars are a year or two old like new still under warranty and awesome sarahhondagranville.com okay there is a crisis in the country of credit debt americans owe over a trillion dollars in credit card debt all right that may be you you're paying oops 25 percent interest on your balance. Get the money out of your home and pay that off. Every penny of it. Like now. If you have like a $20,000 uh, $20, uh, debt on a credit card. Right now you're paying 
oh, I don't know, north of $500 a month in, in, in interest alone. Okay? You would never pay that off, paying the minimum payment. And then, you know, you're not, you're, you know, digging with a shovel, but the hole's not getting deeper. You know, you're not making any ground because of that huge interest nut. So get the money out of your home if you own one already. Uh, with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. And then let's say you owe 20 grand, <clears throat> get a loan for 25, 6% interest, uh, pay off the uh, loan, and you got five grand in your pocket for whatever. You need some uh, work done on your house or go on a trip or something like that. You deserve it. And then you're going to pay off you know, a 6% loan over 30 years. So if you've owned your home for a long time, dip into the house, use some of your equity and get out of that fucking cycle of uh, despair and pressure and stress and get out from under that uh, loan on that credit card and then tear that fucking credit card up. Don't tear it, cut it up. I don't think I could tear a credit card. 231-332-6505 if that's you uh, do that Joe Martinez says I just closed the app and reopened ad is gone a lot of discussion about the ads on Twitch I'm sorry about that still better than Facebook my god um yeah I, yeah, I used to get in trouble. I, I'd get in a fight with somebody on uh, on Facebook and then say something nasty. And then that was that. Uh, speaking about saying something nasty, I don't know if you heard about uh, my old uh, pals on the Boomer Bunker. Remember the Boomer Bunker, those fucking idiots? Um, who they have, they're, they're the full MAGA... Um, bigoted show. I call it the bigot bunker. Well, they did something fucked up and, uh, watch this like on YouTube, you, you click on it and then, uh, uh, let's see. This is not right. They must've opened up a new account. Um, you would click on it and it would say that they got banned, <laughs> banned from YouTube. For something that they said, maybe they got their account reinstated, but something went down and I looked on YouTube. Maybe it was Twitter. I don't know. But the boomer bunker got fucked right in the butt. Uh, Boomer bunker. Yeah, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have went down. this. Oh, look at Brian Johnson. From tell him Steve, Dave. Nice guy. Anyway, uh, yeah, something went down on the boomer bunker. Maureen says that um, uh, Kate Kate Creer in New Jersey co-hosted with John Jamingo last week. Wow. Oh, that, I bet that was awesome. <laughs> I bet that was a riot.
Corey asks, don't they jerk off to Tucker Carlson? Oh, yeah. Uh, they probably just got around, uh, sat around and made fun of uh, people who are transgendered. Did you see that on the uh, former Zaniac United page? They, that's all they do is they just sit there and talk shit about transgender people. Jimmy writes lots of donuts. Well, that's mean to say. that, And that's not true. Kate is a fitness guru. Let's not go down that road. Uh, Ryan says, wasn't Trump a big Jamingo Boomer Bunker fan? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. All right. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. I got to focus. Uh, where I live, um, there's a story going around, and this is everywhere, but the the word on the street is that um, automakers are about to um, start making cars like the big three automakers are um, going to start to make cars that don't have AM radio in them. Okay. Now, uh, forget AM radio. I mean, if you thought no one listened to radio in general, which is true, uh, no one listens to AM radio uh, even more. Uh, On some of your automobiles, you have to really kind of uh, work into the integrated system of the dash to even get to the AM. And before it was just, you just hit a button AM and there it is. Uh, Now it's, it's still there, but it's, you have like on the, on Diana's car, it's relatively new. Uh, It's like, it's not as simple as a push of a button and no one's listening to it. I mean, a lot of you who are enjoying the show, you don't listen to radio. And if you do, you sure as fuck don't listen to AM. Because where we live, the only AM station worth anything is Wood. And they're on the FM, too. They simulcast it on the FM, 106.9. And that's pretty much what everybody listens to. If they lost the AM, it wouldn't matter. Um, so the automakers are going to get rid of it. And now a people who own AM radio stations are saying, no, we can't. Uh, so audio check video check. We're going to see footage from a local AM radio station. AM button on your next vehicle may go missing. Ford and other automakers have announced that they will no longer put AM radio receivers in cars. But fans of AM and station owners aren't going away quietly. News 8's Joe Lafergie has the story. Mostly sunny skies out there today. It's local. They are high near 76. It's live. With a low. Okay. Um, it's local. It's live. So this dude, he's got his computers here uh, with his automation. This uh, piece of equipment here, this board, that might be 50 years old. This is, this, that's really old school. Oh, right around uh, rotary, rotary pots like that. Back to the old days of AM radio. It is. When station programmers knew their community. Hopefully some of the information. That you- there it is. Ionia. Uh, th- where that big sign is. That that actually looks pretty cool. Maybe some things you didn't need to know, too, if you text them to us. Well, maybe a throwback. Technology has made the conversation a two-way street. You got a text request there? Brian out there doing, well, the work that we need more of, plant some corn out Portland way. But Ionia. Okay. 
So, yes, that's definitely local. Uh, talking to the guy who's planting corn on the Ionia. That's okay. That's a super rural community not far from here to the east. WION 1430 AM stereos, J and J midday show probably won't raise listeners' blood pressure. Paul- hey, you know what? I'll give them this. They're on in the afternoon. Two people live. Uh, these big gigantic radio companies, whoever they have on the afternoon, it's one person and it's pre-recorded. It's voice track. So, I mean, that's actually pretty cool. I think politics seldom enters into the conversation. When it gets right down to it, they want local. You know, they they they're not denied what's happening in the world during the daytime because we have that news. But they're also not denied having company during the daytime that we try to give. Jim Carlisle is owner and half of the midday duo at WION. You are having entirely too much fun. Well, yeah. We are in here during bad storms. We are in here for delays. We are in here. I just have a feeling these two guys are having sex. Talking about the Memorial Day parade or whatever else is coming up. We get texts from people that are just out of high school. We get emails from people that are senior citizens and everybody in between. But there is concern from Carlisle and others in the AM radio industry that a large portion of their audience may not have access to their signal in the future. Ford, along with several foreign automakers, have decided they'll no longer include the AM radio ban in their entertainment clusters. Some of it has to do with the future. Interference from EV motors on AM signals is part of what's driving the decision. Uh, That's probably the key. The motor on the EV fucks up the AM signal somehow. And automakers also claim that AM receivers are obsolete. And that the rumor is that they they could fix that, but they don't want to do the research for it. It's not the juice isn't worth the squeeze when it comes to the automakers doing that because it's, there's not a ton of people that care. Because those same AM stations can be streamed. The argument that there is streaming of stations, we stream worldwide, as you know, doesn't work because there's an awful lot of places that don't have good cell signal. AM radio supporters say they've gotten some attention from members of Congress, but they say public pressure on automakers is key to winning this battle. And you will get none. AM Stereo 1430, WION. And posts like this on WION's webpage are part of that push. They're wanting to just take the choice away. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. Brian Winnikin splits his radio work between okay. WION in his home station. WION in his home Sorry. station. Jesus. W splits Winnikin splits his radio work between. Farm news, Marcus, sports and weather. You know, this is all the shit that make... You'd be surprised. These local mom and pops like that, they usually live in one room of the radio station. And then the radio station is in like the other half of their house. And then they make a fucking killing because they sell only to people in like a 10-mile radius, but everybody buys it. And this is all these people listen to in these small rural communities. They have a point. Between WION. See, look at. Home station WRDN in Durand, Wisconsin. He thinks removing AM radios is another way for automakers to increase income from subscription services. They don't get that with 
a free alternative in that vehicle. So the battle over whether AM radio will remain in future vehicles continues. That will wrap it up for the show today. I'm Jim. I'm Justin. Just like the end of every midday show, broadcasters hope the audience will come back. We'll see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. And the AM- they should finish with, and we're definitely more entertaining than around the room. AM button will stay on the dash. Have a great rest of your day. Near Ionia, Joe Lafergi, News 8. Um, West Michigan since 19. Uh, this all boils down to uh, the way the game is now. There's just so much to listen to. That's uh, part of the uh, whole idea between cumulative uh, on a cumulative level, the number of people that are listening to the radio, that number number overall is way down. You add to the mix another platform. Uh, I mean, you have AM and FM, and then what you're hearing on there is something that the consumer isn't interested in anymore. Uh, FM, all of the music can be, they can get on their phone, so that's obsolete. The only thing that's that could be different could be the personalities in between the songs but is that a big enough of a motivator uh, for the average person who's getting their content on their phone? I don't know. The only thing that is not able to be replicated is, you know, the human voice. Well, I mean, even that can be replicated, but uh, the personality of, of the of the human, which is why uh, probably talk shows on FM will be fine overall at least for the foreseeable future. But I mean, if there was really anything worth listening to on AM radio, so let's just say that baby Jesus came down from heaven and uh, he had the most compelling radio show on an AM station. That would probably work. My point is you have to have something that's absolutely worth listening to. And it's just survival of the fittest. It's just survival of the fittest. Uh, Ryan says, with the pay so bad on FM, I imagine the only pay on AM is getting your dong sucked by your co-hosts during the 11 p.m. sauce hour. Jesus. Um, Your old pal EZ headed over to the um, TV station's Facebook page. There's lots of comments. A lot of them are saying some of these uh, people that live in Ionia County are these uh, right-wing kooks. And uh, their theory is that uh, Big Auto is eliminating the AM radio to silence right-wing shows. So that's that's like their, their point on this. Uh, Tommy here says they always will have live sports. So leave things alone. Yeah. I pretty much turn to the FM dial for sports. If you want the lions, they're on one Oh one three. If you want the tigers, they're on one Oh six nine. Those are all FM signals. Um, there's a lot of talk about what to do in a national emergency. 
people will tune to the radio and they're like, no, no, no. SMS emergency alerts to cell phones is actually more efficient and reliable than EAS alerts on broadcast stations. And SMS doesn't require internet. Internet. And then one asshole wrote, the radio station has nothing to worry about. Ionia County locals won't be able to afford cars that new. In the year 2091, they'll be buying cars built this year. Carry on. I'm curious if that got any traction. I have to go back and check on that. I can't see it now. Joe Rude, who used to play with Gunner and the Grizzly Boys. Eric Zane, I happen to know some very rich farmers from Ionia County. One drives an electric pickup truck. You just love throwing shade on rednecks. This is true. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. Uh, terror at the John Ball Park Zoo. Our zoo was so stoked because they brought in these uh, pygmy hippos. Um, they, they bring in pygmy hippos, which are like little hippos, and they're adorable. You ever see like... Uh, I think it's the Cincinnati Zoo, that, that one hippo called Fiona. And when she was a baby, I mean, it was just the most cute thing you've ever seen. Well, at my local zoo, they've, uh, they're, they're expanding, and they, they brought in some of these uh, pygmy hippos. So you go in, you get to see the pygmy hippos, and uh, it's a habitat that has... Um, Another creature in it known as a Sitatunga, uh, which is a type of uh, antelope. It's a, it's a medium-sized antelope. So I'm guessing, you know, you're looking at maybe a 70-pound creature, I'm guessing, antelope. By the way, if you've ever driven through different parts of the country, like out west, the antelope are everywhere. Like, if you drive through, like, uh, Nebraska or Colorado and you start to make your way up to, up to that area, the Northwest, oh, my God, there's antelope everywhere. And I had never seen an antelope. And uh, you, you got long stretches of, like, Vanishing Point Highway where you're going just straight for, like, five hours. And it's, it's a goddamn petting zoo of antelope. I'd never seen one of those fucking things. I almost got in a wreck because I was watching herds of antelope run around. It's the same thing here. How we have deer everywhere. People who don't live in communities or states that have deer everywhere, which I, I thought was everywhere. I thought deers were fucking everywhere. Uh, people see a deer and they lose their shit. I was driving through, um, what's the one with Old Faithful? Yellowstone driving through Yellowstone park. And, uh, you got 
one lane going one way and another lane going another way. And sometimes there's traffic backups because people see wildlife. So there was like a, a fucking four mile backup. And it took forever to get to the point where the animals were. And all we wanted to do was get to our stop so we could spend the night and crash and get some food. And uh, we finally get up to the spot and it's a, a meadow with like three deer and a bunch of Chinese people running around trying to get pictures with the fucking deer. And I'm like, get the fuck out of the way, China people. I want to get to my fucking stop. It was ridiculous. We just drive right through. Well, anyway, the zoo brings in the pygmy hippos and the Sitatunga. Let me get a picture of these things. Pygmy, hippo, and uh, and the Sitatunga, which I'd never heard of that either. All right. Uh, this is what a Sitatunga looks like. It's cute, kind of like uh, to type. It looks a little like, like a deer, you know? Like a full-grown one might look like this. But they, they brought in this baby Sitatunga named Chopper. And uh, then uh, also is uh, is one of these pygmy hippos. Look at this little... It looks like a, a typical body shape of former Zaniacs. Let's go to Big Black Dick because I know you want to They're actually in better shape than former Zaniacs. I mean, but seriously, look at this. Look at how cute this is. It looks like baby Godzilla. Do you remember baby Godzilla? All right. So the pygmy hippo. Fuck, this one looks like day, uh, Darla. Look at the wrinkles. Now, that's a very huggable animal right there. Don't don't be fooled. This thing's a fucking trained killer because... They they introduced the Sitatunga and the pygmy hippo and they've they've had a couple play dates at the zoo. They're getting ready for prime time at the zoo, you know? Shared habitat, Sitatunga, pygmy hippo, everything's gonna be great. They bring in Chopper, which is the Sitatunga, and for a, a play date just the other day, and the goddamn pygmy hippo attacked the Sitatunga and and killed him. I mean, what a horrible thing. It just went down the other day, the big announcement that uh, that's a big setback. They sent the release out last night. The attack happened during a controlled intro between uh, the hippo and chopper, the male Sitatunga. The two had visually been introduced through the last month in preparation for them to be in a new multi-species habitat together. Those meetings went well. I mean, think, you know, silver lining. Uh, this didn't happen in front of the kids. You know, can you imagine if they were, if they did make it to prime time and it's the big opening of the big exhibit and there's a bunch of, it's like a whole school of kids from Chavez Elementary. Half of them are armed and, uh, you know, motherfucking, uh, the hippo attacks Chopper in front of the kids. Trained animal staff brought Chopper in the hippo habitat for the introduction when the pygmy hippo suddenly attacked. Zoo staff immediately separated the animals 
and the animal care team tried to resuscitate Chopper. According to John Ball Zoo, they were unsuccessful. So I don't know what the extent of the injuries was. I didn't realize. God damn. The zoo has successfully introduced species many times, and our staff has, was thoroughly prepared for this introduction, said uh, zoo CEO Peter Diorenzio. The sad incident reminds us that despite enormous cautionary measures taken by zoo staff over the se- last several weeks, the behavior of one of wild animals can be unpredictable. Uh, Chopper was loved by all the staff who cared for him. Can you imagine if they're like, all right, now how did this happen? And then they like look up uh, Wikipedia uh, a pygmy hippo, and it says number one enemy, Sitatunga. Oh my God. So that's a sad thing to report, and that's devastating news. Devastating news to be sure. Holy crap. Uh, another story about animals and about animals. It isn't animal in the wild, but uh, this is. Holy shit. Some guy in Colorado is driving down the road. He's shit-faced. He shouldn't be driving. Got a couple of pals in the back seat who should have taken the keys. Uh, He gets pulled over. As the cop is coming to a stop, he sees the driver switch spots uh, with his passenger, which I haven't yet mentioned, in the passenger seat. And says, here, you make it seem like you were driving. The people in the back seat, the two who aren't drunk, are like, oh boy, I don't know if this is going to, this is not good. The cop's looking right at you. Cobb walks up to the passenger side and says, uh, what are you doing? He says, I'm just going for a ride. Well, um, I think you were driving. And the guy says, no, I'm not. I wasn't driving. Uh, the dog was. He switched spots with the dog in the front seat. He put the dog behind the wheel. And went over to the passenger seat. Holy fuck. Audio check, video check. I love this uh, this news reporter, this anchor. <laughs> he's trying. He's He does a good job of keeping it together. Uh, but he's a real pro in telling this story because, you know, I, I would have, he's got the, you can't make this stuff up. Folks, look on his face. Tough night for at least a driver in a southeastern Colorado town. That's because he tried to switch seats with his dog after being pulled over on suspicion of DUI. Now, it happened in the small town of Springfield. That's in Colorado's southeastern corner. Springfield police say an officer pulled over a driver going 52 and a 30, and then the driver tried to switch seats with his dog. The dog had been in the passenger seat. They said they were trying to get from Los Animas to Pueblo, but got lost. Well, they were because, as you can see on the map, Springfield's in the other direction. The town's actually closer to Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico than it is to Pueblo. It's like five hours away. Police say they were also... Look at at the co-anchor. She's got... got, That's a look that says, dumb fuck. 
So two sober people in the back seat, one of whom the actual owner of the car. Springfield's police what? chief says he doesn't know why one of them wasn't driving. <laughs> the driver, who they found in the passenger seat, was booked on several charges, as well as two prior warrants coming out of Pueblo. The other two passengers then took the car and the dog to Pueblo. <laughs> Yes, we are. We are worried about the dog. <laughs> I'm always worried about the dog. But that is, that's bonkers. I mean, <laughs> I have a dog that likes to drive, thinks he can drive, but come on. You do? For at least a driver in a South. All right, that's it. Oh, my God, do I love that story. Uh, can you imagine being the cop? Just the... Okay. Take me through this. I, I saw you change seats. You figured your best option was to try to trick me by putting the dog behind the wheel of the car and then telling me that the dog was driving. My God. And the, the unnecessary nature of this, the fact that the owner of the car was in the back seat letting the guy drive. What the fuck? <clears throat> Maine says they need to push, a, push for a plea bargain and nail this guy for double digital on the dog. I'm not sure what that means. All right. Finally, I want to share this uh, clip of a Little League baseball game. This one does not end in a, uh, a brawl. Typically, if I'm going to show you anything baseball related, it's going to be something... Uh, got hit in the head. Somebody got hit in the head with a pitch or something like that. But no, no. In uh, this one in Florida, watch this. The uh, coach pitch baseball. Watch what happens here. Windy day. Okay, that's a dirt devil. It, uh, the batter runs away and the catcher is like, oh my God, I'm all fucked up. And he can't, he can't, he, he's like frozen. He's standing there as a dirt devil is spinning around him. The umpire grabs the kid out of the way. Did you hear the guy said, did he say that's cool right there? I think somebody said, that's cool right there. Right, sorry about the wind noise. Dirt devil dissipates. Uh, no big deal. Umpire, umpire. He's a young, young kid. Uh, umpire looks probably a high schooler. And they're, they're, they're thanking the umpire now because he grabbed the kid out of the way. And then the guy says he saved his life. Eh, he didn't. It's, uh, nothing would have happened. Nothing would have happened. It's, it's a dirt devil. It's not an EF5 tornado. 
the, the, the fastest a dirt devil could ever get or ever has been is 60 miles an hour. And this was not, this was just like a light breeze. This is fucking cool. If I'm the kid, I was like, no, don't rescue me. What are you doing? I'm in the middle of a dirt devil. Uh, so no, it's kind of overstated. It didn't save his life. I mean, nice. It's a nice, nice move on his part. Uh, Florida man says this was in Jacksonville where I live. The kid who rescued the kid is going to slay so much poon. Jimmy says he then got killed by a hippo. Um, Rich says the 19 year old ump cares more about the kid than the lazy ass parents. He definitely did say that is cool right there. Uh, that kid must be pretty dumb. I'm getting that one from Linda. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if we can say that. By the way, those things, I was reading uh, usually a cloudless day when those will form. Hot day with maybe a little breeze where um, the cooler air is a little higher or something like that. And the, 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 uh, uh, cool air will rush in to where the hot air is just a few feet above the ground. And then that thing will start. That's the same, similar to like a water spout. That's pretty cool shit, frankly. And that ump wrecked it by taking the kid out of there. Yeah, probably a good move. Corey says, not like the kid was going to get swept up and thrown to Oz. This is true. Hey, get a lot of dust in your face, though. Whatever. Good time to steal third base, Jimmy says. Corey, in true troll fashion, says that kid and umpire are asshole of the day. I don't know about that. I'm not sure who is going to be the asshole of the day. I do know that it's coming up in just a moment. Advertise on the Eric Zane show podcast. It's very simple. Just send me an email and I'll tell you how it works. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. If you too want to be part of a podcast where I sit here and scream for two hours with 20 year old humor. Thank you to TC paintball. Rick and his crew do an amazing job at this entertainment destination in West Michigan. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book an event at TC Paintball for you and your crew. Maybe uh, some of your folks in the workplace, neighborhood kids. Instead of playing baseball and getting sucked up by a damn dirt devil, play some paintball at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book your event today. The Dirty Donut Race is now days away. June 3rd in Martin, Michigan. If you uh, use Zane23 at checkout, you will save 10 bucks. DirtyDonutRace.com. Be part of Michigan's number one gravel bike race. 
four distances, 10, 21, 41, and 61. Hang on. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, get in line and sign up today. Now, they're getting close to being full. This is uh, Michigan, like I said, Michigan's number one most pop, most popular gravel bike race. Just became number one this year. Next year, they will be expanding and adding more entries. However, you can still get in right now, but not for long, at DirtyDonutRace.com. Code Zane23 at checkout. Save 10 bucks and enjoy the race. For every donut you eat, you get five minutes off your time. That's awesome. I love that. Fun this weekend at Berlin Raceway. Berlin Raceway. Uh, wait a minute. Sorry. Uh, BerlinRaceway.com is where you go to buy tickets for just 14 bucks a pop. 15 and under, free. Parking free. 12 by 9 cooler. Bring it on in. They do measure. And uh, fill it up with all the snacks you want and all the soft drinks you want. No glass, please. No alcohol. Uh, when you do want beer or mixed drinks or margaritas, whatever the fuck, it's all super affordably priced. This is the best bargain for this type of any type of sporting venue entertainment in the entire community. They do an amazing job. The crowds have been spectacular, and it's going to be an awesome night of racing Saturday at Berlin Raceway, online at berlinraceway.com. if I mentioned this, but when I was, I can't remember if I mentioned this like an hour ago. I don't think I did. But when I, I took Darla out, uh, out to go potty, uh, I had this fucking bird feeder and I'd never seen this before. A fucking Turkey flew up because we got the landscaping is like, uh, elevated. It's like, a all sorts of like walls and the very top wall even with the height of the house, we have this bird feeder. All these fucking birds come. And there's a goddamn turkey there. A turkey managed to, well, they, they can fly a bit. He was, he wanted the bird feed so bad. He flew up and it's like a turkey and uh, all these finches and a cardinal. It was incredible. And I open up the door and he goes, Rah! and he starts flapping his wings and he takes, he flies about 25 feet lands and just running away. I've never seen that. I've never seen a Turkey wander over to there. I even have ducks land there. It's the place to be. A thing holds a ton of feed and the word has spread throughout the bird community so much that one of those a day we're using so much fucking bird feed a day. It it's and and man, they they get pissed off if you don't fill it up. They're like circling around, like let's go, chop chop, asshole. My wife bought a fifty pound bag of it and just set it in the garage for me to bring it in. It's so bad. I didn't bring it in. I waited a day. I walk out there. A chipmunk <coughs> has eaten through the bag. He sees me. His cheeks are packed fucking full, you know? 
He can barely move. He's got it. His face is so full of the seed that he's ripped open the bag and he waddles his fat fucking ass out of the garage. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, overrun with wildlife. Today's asshole of the day. Um, is that chipmunk brought to you by TC paintball. Congratulations to that chipmunk for being the asshole of the day, winning that great award. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being part of the Eric Zane show podcast. I hope you've been able to tolerate all of the yelling and juvenile humor. Sir Bob of Oliver says, asshole today. People that don't subscribe and then complain about the ads. Yeah, Corey, you're supposed to be like Mr. Twitch. What the fuck could be more important than this show? You stupid dick. All right. Talk to you on the Patreon, folks. Thank you so much for being here. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.